I have nothing exciting to say. Um, I don't know if you believe in rooting for the team that beat you. Do you? It's not a good proposition with who they're playing. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't. I truthfully don't care. Yeah. But anyway, uh, this is Locked On Blue Jays, and it starts right now. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Matt Bonaparte, Ben Shulman with you on the Locked On Blue Jays podcast. Make it your first listen every day. We appreciate you for doing so. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts. Uh, Jays lose. Season is over. Um, they lost on what is arguably one of the most backbreaking, heartbreaking, saddening games I have seen in my lifetime. But they were up 9-1. to one And... Eight to one, same difference, and it all comes shattering down. I won't lie; I was right there with everybody else, assuming that the game was over. I I'm not a coward; I'll admit it. I assume the game is over, and, and you're not over. you're not like wrong for doing that. I I actually happened to be at that game, and the feeling in there was that the game was over. I mean, you're up eight one; like the the game is over. You know. <laughs> It's not, it's, it, you shouldn't get put on freezing cold takes for that at all. It, you know, it's, I will, we'll break down on, uh, you know, the game and the series and it, it it's going to come down to one moment or two moments. But when you think about eight, one and where they were, uh, the line, I, you know, I, my grandma's the biggest blue Jay fan. I know the line I, I needed to tell her, but it is true. Uh, you know, 20 different things went wrong from when they went up eight, one to the end of the game. And probably if 19 of them went wrong or 18, they would have won. But from pretty much the moment after they go up 8-1, to one, when uh, Gosman steps back out onto the field, it or I guess the next inning, really, uh, it gets real dicey <laughs> for the rest of the game. Gosman was pitching a gem until, uh, until he wasn't. Yeah, um, I mean, he gets he left with only one run in. He gets charged for four because of yeah. inherited runs. But he pitched beautifully. Yeah, he, really he did. probably didn't deserve one, but he probably deserves like two runs allowed, maybe yeah. three. Um, and we said before the series that if they lose the Manoa game, they get swept. We They're said in that. a lot of trouble. Yeah. But while this game was going on, I was like, we're wrong. We were wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like, we were wrong. And Gosman's showing us are wrong. And while he was pitching, I was saying, like, how did I not like it's obvious that this is the guy you want on the mound of anybody in your elimination game is Kevin Gosman. Like he is here, he's been there, he's been in the league for so long. Is he a 10 year vet? Like he's got to be around there if he's not already. Um and he's a guy who is just nails when he has to be, and he was. Um and then, like you said, this, the house of cards came falling down. I thought about you, of course, and I thought about you know everybody when um, the bow and Springer play happened, because um, it really is just like terrible luck. I mean, Springer has to come Brutal. out of the game. 
I thought Bo was going to be hurt. I thought Bo broke his arm. On I couldn't play. believe Bo wasn't hurt. I mean, I yeah. people at home got a better view than we did, but that was a loud collision. Like that was really? a in a ballpark that's you know not cheering, holding their breath. You could hear, you know, those two guys collide. Yeah, and yeah, I really thought Bo was going to break his forearm on that play. And Springer having to come out of the game. Springer being carted off the field was like a total. Um, just, I mean, he's the heart and soul of the team. It was done. It was just him leaving. It was over. Like, that was the game. It was done. Uh, and it, it felt like it was classic. Like, J.P. Crawford hits a blooper that should have just wrapped it up. Um, not the game, but, you know. The, the inning. Yeah. And it would, I mean, it would have made it 9-6 going to the bottom of the eighth. That's, yeah. that's almost wrapping up the game. That's a very different situation than the Mariners faced. Um, and yeah, like you said, I mean, it's only not, it's a tie game after that. But when you watch that happen and you watch Springer get carted off the field, I don't think a single person in that ballpark other than, you know, the men suited up and in the Blue Jays dugout really thought that there was a chance anymore. I like, mean, what are was, you thinking at that point? Like, that is just yeah. dumb luck, man. You did everything right and you just got punished for it. It was just a, one of those baseball plays that shouldn't happen in the postseason, but it does. Uh, Romano doesn't pitch incredibly well but it's kind of tough to do so. And then Simber comes in and is like really wild, but you know, gets the job done unscathed after walking two guys. But you know, it was just a bad game too, man. And game one was terrible as well. Yeah. Game one I was, mean, it'll was get a run on the board. worse. I mean, it, I know, don't think game one was worse. Still like it was bad. Two, game two feels worse, but game one, they were never in it. Like never at any moment. Like, I guess the it's, the age old question of would you rather never be in it or be convinced you were going to win and then have it ripped yeah. away? From you? Yeah. Um, that game one was brutal because Manoa just, I mean, immediately, immediately showed that he didn't have it. Um, Raleigh hit that home run and it was like, damn, like really? Like that's to me, how- it even, it, it broke earlier. Like right when he's up Oh two on Julio to start the game. And when he hits him on the hand, hits him. Yeah, that was. Brutal. I was like, "Sheesh, that was that's that's not good." You know, it's like a leadoff walk. It's the he same hit him thing. what twice or three times. He, he hit him twice in that game. Um, yeah. And, the and, third time. and he scored both times. Those were the two run yeah. scoring innings where both started by Julio getting hit by a pitch. Uh, and he had enough. it on the ropes, like you said. Yeah, that's it. You know, he strikes him out. Yeah, who know, he might have been nervous. He might have not been. Who knows? I'm not Alec Manoa. Of course but, he was. 100%. Yeah, you think, I mean, you think he was. I don't know for sure, but I would assume. But you strike out the first guy, at least from our seats far away from the Rogers Center, that probably feels like you take a deep breath and you're like, this is just baseball. You hit the first guy, and all of a sudden, you're like, whoa, I don't. I don't usually hit guys when I'm up 0-2. My or you know, I don't usually try and throw a two seamer to the absolute outside part of the plate and hit a guy. Like he missed yeah. he missed a he missed three, bad. He missed three feet. Like, and yeah. that's and that's just I mean, it happens. He's a human being, but that's not what Alec Manoa has done this year. So it's tough spot. You you know, in, in an ideal world, the Blue Jays would not have started a 24-year-old uh to start the playoffs, but he happened to be the definite choice. Like you know what's funny about stuff like that is, you know, obviously hindsight's twenty twenty on those kinds of things, but when you're going into the playoffs, like some decisions seem like you couldn't possibly make another decision. Like, no, of course he was going to start game one. But going back, like, 
I would start Gosman game one a hundred times out of a hundred. Hundred times out of a hundred. But still, but, you never exactly, would have started but you can't. Before. That's my point. Is going in, it's not even a conversation. No. Like if they did no. that, it would have been controversial. It would have been imagine, like what are you doing. Imagine yeah. if they start Gosman game one and just the same thing happens. Like flip yeah. the games. Yeah, you'd totally, be like, right. my goodness, that was the decision that ruined the. I season. know, and that happens all the time in the playoffs because people love to overanalyze the playoffs. But at the end of the day, it's just baseball, and something's happened that shouldn't happen, and and whatnot. Um, I obviously, I don't really think Manoa. Obviously, he wasn't trying to hit the guy, but like, I think that um, I think he was more nervous than he let on. Obviously, you don't want to show that you're nervous at all, but yeah. him being like pressure, never heard of her, whatever he said. Um, uh, it's something for your tires. Yeah, whatever. Was, I thought that was so stupid. Um, well, it's a funny quote. Everyone, yeah, I not funny. Say, when then you, make, get I know, but baseball is trying to make people not fun. It's not just the Jays. Every time someone says anything like confident or funny, if something bad happens, we just have to bash the guy. And it's like then no one's gonna say anything fun or funny. You know, we need we need a couple people to talk about trailers and movies. Or no one's going to say anything cool again, and we're going to be like that team was the most sportsmanlike of I all guess time. You're right, never once but like at the same, I guess you're right. But at the same time, like I, I guess it wasn't a guarantee. But like when you talk so much game and then you get beat, like I feel like it's warranted that you get talked about. It's fair, but it's like Broadway Joe. You know, if they go out there and the Vikings beat him by thirty points, then his call shot is called. I know, but then Matt Hasselbeck in two thousand three goes, "We get the ball and we're going to score." And he, throws and he deserves everything that he gets. He deserves. I, <laughs> I, I just, I don't mind guys making stupid. I don't even think that was a stupid comment. I don't mind guys messing around or being overconfident. It's all theater to me. It's just theater. That's fair. Totally fair. Okay, let's take a quick break, uh, and then we will resume. Um, okay, the numbers don't lie, people. Let me tell you about Simply Safe. In the last decade, over four million people have chosen Simply Safe Home Security to protect their home. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. I know because I use Simply Safe in my own home. They protect you with cutting-edge security technology powered by 24/7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. Here's why I love it, okay? You can see everything on your phone, dude. You can watch the crystal clear HD live stream of your security cameras or the wide variety of high-tech sensors. Share something uh, that's more safe than Simply Safe, okay? You can't. I don't believe in you. Uh, it's, it's, it's the most safe thing on the market, okay? It's 24-7 monitoring, all right? Nobody else stacks up to simply safe all right customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on mlb save 20 percent on your simply safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free visit simplysafe.com slash locked on mlb to learn more there's no safe like simply safe extra ads all right it is time, unfortunately, uh, for me to do this again. How did I get s- stuck with the uh, with the goodbye <laughs> twice? Uh, <laughs> that's tough. Well, we told you on Thursday, but uh, it has come true with the Blue Jays being eliminated from the playoffs. Our time on Locked On Blue Jays is coming to a close. Uh, it's a somber day 
uh, it has gone by in a flash. I mean, from, uh, you know, a little inside baseball from when I, you know, first discovered that the podcast lay dormant in January to now, uh, went by in a moment. Uh, and it was a, a very awesome experience to get a, a Yankee fan like Bones to come here and care about the Blue Jays every day and to have you guys engage with us all the time. I mean, another inside baseball, like we turned uh, me creating an email out of a logistical miscommunication to like a way for you guys to talk to us. And that was that was great. I mean, some of the some of the most memorable times I think I can speak for both of us is like we hop on and we're, you know, trying to figure out what we're going to do for a podcast. And like, we have an email, you know, someone either, whether it's a question they want to pose to us or just someone telling us their thoughts about the podcast, that was really cool. So yeah, it's, uh, it's tough. I mean, we, uh, we enjoyed doing this a lot, uh, and, and covering the team a lot. And it's, uh, the listeners who really made it special for us. Yeah, man. Um, we had a lot of fun. I I think that people really liked he was a blue jay. Yeah. And so did I. It was so much fun. Um I think I liked it most. I mean, obviously we don't have to keep saying inside baseball. This part is all inside <laughs> baseball. Um but uh Ben did not think I was going to be good at that. No, and- I thought it was going to be awful, honestly. I thought it was going to be <laughs> terrible because I didn't when I first thought of the game I was like niche blue how is he going to remember these niche blue jays like I, I legitimately was so frightened uh, that I gave you like nine hints on the first ever he was a blue fan. <laughs> yeah, it's Kevin Millar. I couldn't get it. <laughs> and then, and I, you know, I'm sick at that. That's like what I made for. You uh, you parlayed that, uh, that like, I'll, I'll say it, gimme victory on Kevin Millar into like an 11-0 and start. <laughs> um, it, was, it got to a point where within a couple months, uh, not a couple months, a couple weeks, it turned from me being like, this game is going to fail. Bones is not going to be good enough to like, this game is going to fail. Bones is way too good. <laughs> and like anyone I bring up will not be interesting uh, to the listener, but you, you managed to, uh, uh, you know, like a 750 win percentage, if not better. Um, yeah. My favorite one was Ted Lilly because I named the entire Chicago Cubs team in 2009, and that's how I got it. And you were shook. I'll let I you was were shook. so shook because he was about <laughs> to lose it. That was when I was cheering for losses. Still, definitely cheering for losses. Um, and you were about to lose. You had na- they had six starters that year, and you named the five other ones. <laughs> um, and then, like right before tapping out, you did it. I mean, the Negro's famous. <sighs> the hint that you Negro's hit the Negro famous. on was. He's famous for mastering one of baseball's more unique talents. Um, Necro. And you you got Necro. I also had told you about the Braves. Who else? Let's see. Your first ever miss was Darwin Barney on Return of the Mac. Hint? Yeah, because you got in my head. Um, I, I always used to talk about at school how much I love that walkout song. It's like the coolest. But and you anyway, that. I did. Um, I would like to say thank you to the listeners because... Couldn't be easy at first to get on uh, on board with uh, me as a Yankees fan and invading your space and, and hearing me talk every day about your team. Uh, but, you know, I will say, I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast, but I did like the Blue Jays a lot growing up because I was a huge Vernon Wells fan. I thought he was the best. He and Ricky Romero pitch. was my guy. At, 
at the second game, he threw. Sorry to cut you off. He threw at the first okay. pitch. That was awesome. There were these two guys behind me, and one of them was like, "Who's that guy?" And the other one was like, "Vernon." And he was like, "Vernon!" It just got up like brother. <laughs> he didn't recognize him a second before. It was awesome. Vernon Wells is a man, dude. Yeah. He's a um. But yeah, it would. Uh, it was. I had a lot of fun doing this pod. I love talking baseball. So, and I, I also got to say thank you to you, Ben, for. Uh, guiding me through the uh, Canadian space. I appreciate you, buddy. Teaching me everything along the way. I, I appreciate of you. Of course. Well, the Canadians make it easy, thankfully. It's true. Um, we have good fans here. Sp- speaking of nervous, the whole Yankee angle thing made me very nervous. I was like, are people going to hate loans? Because people hate the Yankees. Uh, and I remember an early discussion when uh, when you were still living in Syracuse was like, my backdrop has like a what was it, Yogi Berra? <laughs> it's right, no, something? it's right here. My backdrop says Yankee Proud on it. It's a yeah. big picture. And you were like, you cannot. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you have to take that down. Like, you simply, or find somewhere else to record. Like, that can't happen. It got to a point where, like, I think you were messing with me, but you were like, it's going to stay up. And I just like, I was like, it's not going to stay up. I'm going to try and flip my camera around so you can so see people it. can Hold see on. this for the YouTube viewers. If you've never Hold watched on. us on YouTube, it's the last time. Come look at our ugly faces a little bit uh, and is. see. Yeah, there's, there's Bones's Yankee Proud. It's probably like Casey Stengel or something out there. Well, it's a yeah. it's a whole lot of people on there, you know. Great. Oh, uh, it's like a painting of like multiple yeah. eras. Okay. Yeah. I yeah, thought it was totally. like a '50s, maybe. You know. No, I think you're thinking of that one over there, which is Mickey Mantle. Okay, um, that would have. He's over fun. there. Um, well, it's just Mickey. Nah, the Mick. Um, but yeah, that was <laughs> nerve wracking, but it ended up going well. I mean, I also, I mean, should not uh, leave out. Thank you to to the great people at at Locked On from uh, Jeff, Carr, Jeff Carr, our guy, Tom, Tom Lee, or pardon me, Ben's Tom, fighting not, through a burp here. Yeah, who, uh, <laughs> Tom Lee, the opportunity to, our other guy. Yeah. Um, Sorry about that. Um, but uh, yeah, those two and everyone else at Locked On and all the other Locked On baseball creators and PFS uh, and everyone. Oh, you know what else we should talk about? Shout out to the time where we accidentally live streamed on Locked On Titans. jeez. Oh, <laughs> I don't think our viewers and listeners our know Our viewers definitely that. don't know that. No, but one don't. time when Ben and I were very early on. It was the in first this... time we used this platform. Yeah, it was probably the second time because we had used it once before or something. Like the second or first, second, third, whatever time we were using this software, we were still getting used to it. And we didn't realize we were logged into Locked On Titans. Shout out to Locked On Titans, by the way. Go listen to that. If you're a Titans fan, you want to get into football, go listen to Locked On Titans. not like beating us up. (laughs) (laughs) We (laughs) Imagine if we did that to us. (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyway, we live streamed an entire episode on their youtube channel of locked on blue jays and people were in the comments like you guys are so dumb like, <laughs> mind you're not you, even on the right sport <laughs> mind you like past midnight yeah we it would was do like a lot of late episodes here we're we live streamed a full app and i believe like three seconds of just us being like what well, are we on and then we stopped it <laughs> and then we went back on Back on and, the word, and then and then it like saved on there we uh it was it was bad anyway thank you locked on for not uh firing us after that we appreciate you yeah <sighs> um, we've had a lot of good laughs here yeah i know for a fact brad klein never listened to one of our podcasts former locked on syracuse host if you're wondering he's a 
he's a personal friend of ours and uh, <laughs> i wanted to see if i could tell if he was listening so that's why if, if you're a way back listener for the first like two months of this podcast his name was involved in every episode and sparingly for the rest i did tell him so he knows that he's been involved he still didn't listen ben would put it. his his name into all the ads yeah He'd be like brad you know what sure he's he a brad fan, so, ha. <laughs> take that brad True. he's probably not having a good night tonight um no. but yeah we've uh we've had a very good run we appreciate all the support from everybody um maybe we should shout out our uh our often emailers often emailers yeah well, yeah i'm gonna uh, shout out the often emailers real quick. um oh we, I mean, if, do, we have two questions that we never even saw let's do it right now okay matt who is a very awesome guy and an often emailer says hey guys sad to see you hanging it up you've been the best host of this pod to date thank you matt so thanks for the great content. I really enjoyed listening this season. One last question. This is about the playoffs. You want me to read this question? Sure. I'll answer it in that mind. In a three-game series where all three games are played, would you rather win the first game, giving the fans something to cheer about right away, or the second game, building more momentum going into the final? I'd rather win both of them, Matt. I'm honest Yeah, but I will say, <laughs> if I was going to be honest to his question, second game. When the Jays were up 8-1, I was like, momentum. Um he also, but, but it didn't work out. <laughs> he also says, "Best of luck in the future." P.S. Hopefully, we can hear Ben call more Jays games on the radio. He kills it. Look at Thank that! You, you got a fan much. in Matt. Matt's our guy, man. That we are awesome. fans of Matt. Um, Brandon, who is another uh, um, often emailer, he asked a question. I argue with my friends that this pitching change was game defining, the biggest momentum change of the game. Gosman turns the inning around in an absolute high building. Are on an absolute high, building is rocking, and they are literally stopped all of that by changing the pitcher. I'm also a firm believer our bullpen is just okay and not worth the risk. Hindsight 2020, but even in the moment, I feel like this was a garbage call. Thoughts? Yeah, I mean, Gosman had loaded the bases more than once in that game, but um, I think, you know, again, there are a million times where I know nothing even close to what anyone in making decisions is going to know. I thought it was either kind of, it was in the middle. Like I would have done it earlier or later when the inning started poorly, you could have done it. You could have done it when Adam Frazier was coming up, you know, left-handed hitter, but then they let him pitch to Frazier and he gets him out to do it on Santana and turn him around to his better side. I mean, clearly didn't work because he hit a homer. Uh, and he's significantly better from one side than the other. Go check out his numbers if you want to know. Um, I think what they were doing, if I had to guess, and I am stealing this, um, I guess from my own dad, so I don't care, um, is uh, three batter minimum. That got bones. Three batter minimum. So if Meza is brought in any later, he's going to have to face Julio Rodriguez. Now I would counter saying, you know, if he gets out of the inning and he has to face Julio with like an 8-2 lead and the base is empty, big whoop. But that is what I think the logic was. Um, but, yeah, yeah, if you want to say that's the hashtag TSN turning point or whatever, uh, you're probably right. I, w I don't – I'm not subscribing to blaming the game on Mesa because they still could have won well after he was taken out. Um, and we're up 9-5 to five after he was taken out. But um, – yeah, it wasn't great, obviously. Uh, he also says, love the pod. Can't wait for next season. This is going to be a rude awakening for him. Tough. Um, you know what? We can't wait for next season, too. 
Yeah. It's going to be great. But anyway, shout out to Brandon. Shout out to Matt. Shout out to uh, Ian. Um, and also shout out to Vince, who is the first ever emailer, who is also a Packers fan, which is Ben and I are both Packers fans. Vince emailed <laughs> once, never again. But we appreciate Vince because he got everybody going on the email train. Because I like in his email also, he was like, I don't know if this is a bit that you guys say nobody's yeah. emailed, but but here it is. I'll bite. And it was true. He was the first that. ever guy to email us. I forgot now, that anybody that our listener base thought we were so ridiculous that us plugging <laughs> an email could just be a bit. I mean, I'm a, I'm I'm very proud of that. That we like made at least Vince laugh enough that he's like, I don't know if these guys are really doing this for real. You know, they're kind of goofy. Maybe uh, maybe they're just getting all of us to write. That would be so mean if we got a bunch of people to write like, paragraph insane. emails because the emails are usually pretty long. It's people talking to us or whatever. And you just hit send and get like an immediate like cannot send email <laughs> does not exist. Make a whole ticker wild. for it for a fake email. I mean, yeah. it's kind of funny. I might do it to someone in the future now that you think. <laughs> well, if you want to send us, like you just said, if you want to send us any uh, final thoughts, any final words you think we're great, you think we suck, uh, let us know. Email us, lockdownbluejaysreal at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear what you have to say, and we'll probably respond. Um, ben and I, it's uh, our last podcast on Lockdown Blue Jays, but you know we might be doing some more stuff in the future, so if you want to check out anything else we're doing, um, follow us on Twitter. I'm at underscore, I'm well, at Matt underscore Bonaparte. He's at Ben Shulman 7 um but uh yeah you can also find that in our twitter bio uh i don't have a twitter thing here but it's at locked on jays on twitter um but that being said i'm matt bonaparte he's ben shulman we will see you somewhere else in the future peace pulling up to mickey d's just for drinks oh yeah that's me nothing extra just perfection and a straw Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.